Hey man, and welcome to the Badam Chain with Carl. Howdy, my rabbits, and welcome to the Badam Chain with Carl, man. However, you found it Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, you found it, man. I appreciate it. For all the guys and gals that's been with me the whole time, you know I still love you, man, all day long. Today's guest is very special to the Nashville comedy community, and uh, more on that in just a second. But right now, we're going to start with a local commercial by yours truly. Here we go. June 10th, at the East Room, Evan Norman and myself, CR3, present Two Chongs High Five, man. We got five banger Nashville comedians all headliners in their own right, all for one price of $10. Come on out and support local comedy, Nashville comedy. We got Joshua Black, C.J. Walton, Donnie Sangstack, Michael Hampton, and our headliner, Chance Willie. You can't beat it, man. All the proceeds go to paying the comics. So it's love all around, man. Appreciate the support. Next Thursday, be there. All right. Commercial over, man. You guys ready for this? I'm excited, man. Today's guest is Brad Edwards, man. Uh, For a lot of you people out there, Brad Edwards certainly needs no introduction. But uh, I felt the need. He most certainly needs to be on here. You know what I mean? Because uh, if you guys have been listening, it seems like most of the comics, when they talk about their trajectory, their history of national comedy, uh, this man's name always comes up. You know what I mean? And... He's important to me, man, ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, because Brad Edwards started Ultimate Comedy at the East Room, for those that didn't know that. Brad's got a, a long laundry list of credits that he's brought to Nashville. He's got two albums under his belt, one recorded at the East Room, one recorded at Third Coast Comedy. Like I said, he started Ultimate Comedy. He also had a very successful show at Third Coast Comedy called Jokimon. And uh, Brad just kind of stopped doing it right before I started doing it. You know what I mean? So I didn't really, our paths never really crossed. So this was uh, very special for me to get to sit down with the man himself, uh, really for the first time, and pick his brain and, and make him mad in the, in the best ways. <laughs> As people that know Brad will certainly know, it is always the best ways. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my new friend, Brad Edwards. So, did you guys see that school shooting? It's okay. Not the best school shooting. It was all right. Um, I'm not a gun nut. I respect firearms and everything. Um, I just don't understand in this country what, what, what our problem is. I mean, when are we going to get together, guys? You know? When are we going to start arming our children? I mean, honestly. <laughs> They're right there where the action is, you know? <laughs> Nothing stops a bad kid with a gun. But a good kid with a gun, right? <laughs> I know it's very sad that sometimes, you know, every single day, some people get murdered with guns. <laughs> but look, guys, uh, if that's the price we have to pay so that my alcoholic brother can shoot a machine gun into the woods behind his house. (laughs) Then gosh darn it, we're gonna pay it, all right? It's a little thing called the Constitution of Rights. 
Maybe you've heard of it? Now I know a lot of you are like, uh, oh Brad, we've heard you do that joke before. That's the beauty of mass shooting jokes. You keep pulling them out every couple weeks, dust them off like you just wrote something, you know? It's wonderful, they never get old. Just like those uh, kindergartners. They never get... Hey, don't owe me. Owe your congressman or something. Or the corporation he works for. So there was a mass shooting, a couple mass shootings ago, like three or four mass... Like three or five, we'll call it a week, all right? And it was one of the ones that we decided to care about, right? And I was driving around and all the flags were flying at half-mass. You remember that, when all the flags were flying half-mass? And uh, that's fine, I totally respect that. I think that's a beautiful thing. But I was driving around in uh, Franklin, Tennessee, huh? And I was in the Cool Springs area where they have that big fancy McDonald's and they have uh, three flagpoles. They have the American flag, the Tennessee state flag, and the McDonald's flag. <laughs> At half mass. <laughs> Which, I don't know, maybe uh, leave the McDonald's flag inside today. <laughs> Seems a little, I guess it's better than if they had left the McDonald's flag flying high, and the other two were like, hey look, we got business to do. But no, it was very respectful. They had uh, Ronald McDonald standing out there holding like a three hour salute. It's like, come on, welcome to McDonald's. Come on in and please feel free to visit the uh, Fallen Heroes Memorial Ball Pit right here. <laughs> Jump on in. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a representative of McDonald's would like to say a few words on behalf of the Fallen. Robble, robble, robble! <laughs> robble, robble, robble! Stupid. It's a stupid joke. Brad, thanks for letting me in your house, man. Hey, it wasn't my idea. You, <laughs> I was driving up and you walked down the sidewalk. I just I couldn't to... I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't act like I wasn't home. You know, to be fair, I've been walking up and you down. You just go back and forth all day. Yeah, okay. I was like, I think Brad lives over here. That somewhere. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm coming down the road. I'm like, what is this? What is this? What's happening? <laughs> That's you usually know, what I get when they see me. What is this? No. <laughs> You've got a very common look on my street. There's three guys who look like you. And the guy across the street who looks like you, but he wears a fucking Amish hat and overalls every day. Is he, he, he lives in a mansion. He's a millionaire, but he just, he just wears fucking overalls every day. But is he, he's not even Amish, right? He just likes he's the got, aesthetic. He's got, um, his beard is different in the sense that it's more full and overly yeah. than, than, than necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, maybe he's Amish. Maybe he's just really bad at being Amish. Bad at being Amish. He's like the worst. He's like, wait, what? We can't drive cars? Why do we fucking tell me that? But I get that. You aesthetic. can't say fucking? Yeah. I get the aesthetic <clears throat> because like, I, I got the hippie look going on. You and do have the I, hippie look going on. And I know people, I'm mm-hmm. sure, have their version of what I actually am. I rarely yeah. partake in hippie stuff at all. You know what I mean? I don't you don't? Know, just I just like this. Smoke weed? Not really. Well, you know, that's fine. Really, honestly. Yeah. Adults that smoke weed more than like three times a year, I look down upon. <laughs> so now people are like, Whoa, but, but. don't even start. Yeah. It's you do what you want. Yeah. I'm just going to go in my head. Jesus Christ. I get fucking <laughs> grown up. It's like getting like in a fist fight after you're like 25. Like, I got in a fight. I'm like, what are you, 
what's wrong with <laughs> what you? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, if someone, like, chat, I remember the time in my life, it was like, someone, you have to fight just for your own honor or something. Now I've got, like, just, I hear about a fight. I'm like, what? Yeah. People fight? Like, you punt, you throw your hands at each other and fucking fight? That's just... <laughs> Someone challenged me to fight. I'm like, what? what are you doing? And you pay bills. Yeah, it's like, you can't talk about to fight and have gray chest hair. You can't do, you gotta pick one of those things. I know what I'd rather do. Anyway, how have you been? I think I'm, I'll <laughs> I tell think you this. Okay. I feel stupid. Well, I want to be honest with you. Please. Like, I don't know if this is a, it's nice to meet you or it's good to see you again. Because I don't really remember how much we knew each other barely okay. it's really barely okay yeah. like honestly i did, think did you ever come do ultimate comedy when i was not when you were doing okay well then i don't feel bad yeah please don't because <laughs> you know honestly though you you do look kind of distinctive and i'd remember oh uh, that guy you mm-hmm. know um i think if it's like one of like the thousand like white guys with a beard or whatever i was like no but he's also got a headband and glasses <laughs> Could be a cartoon. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, Brad, I, I met you twice. I think I got introduced to you right before a jokey mine mm-hmm. that I showed up and I'm like, hey, this is Carl. And you're like, uh-huh. No, like, I'm sorry. Again, it doesn't I, matter. I, I, no, I, I, I'm really, and it's not that I'm big timing anybody. I'm just no. so bad at like, just, it, I have to like, when I still, when I, I've got my current girlfriend, we've been together for two years. I still have to put her address in my GPS. Or I won't fucking, I just, I'm surely by now I know how to get to, nope, nope. And people are like, hi, I met you, what, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. No, and no. And I feel like sure. an asshole. I Not at all. I feel like I'm coming off like, hey, I can't keep track of all the no, people. Literally, it was five minutes before <clears throat> you went up anyway. You know okay. what I mean? It's well, that's like... the worst time to meet people, exactly. really. When you're stressed about, like, yeah, maybe like, after a show, but before a show. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh... <laughs> yeah. By the way. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know the lights are out and the show's about to start, but, um. I'm going to talk to you Just about something. Interrupt you during yeah. the show. <laughs> well, all right. And and then the, I'm sorry, but the second time was mm. uh, we were picking up Sean's stuff for Ultimate Comedy one night. And okay. And it was that happenstance. We okay. watching TV and we're like, oh, this is Carl. That's it. Okay. Well, then I certainly wasn't. Well, you know, honestly, like after I kind of quit doing Ultimate Comedy mm-hmm. and I kind of handed it off, uh, I sort of lost track, you know, like I feel like. <clears throat> I, after I broke, I, I kind of got into like, I tried to open this business with my brother. It didn't work out, but it took up like a lot of my time and I just quit doing really much of anything. I would do joking about it. I didn't do ultimate comedy anymore. And I, after I broke up with this girl I was going out with, I went down, I think once or twice. And it was just totally different, you know? Yeah. And it was weird because it was like, I was like, Hey, I made this thing <laughs> and I'm getting, it's sort of like if, uh, Joseph Smith like showed up to the Mormon tabernacle and was like, hey, let's fuck 15 women and be real racist. And everybody's like, no, we don't do that anymore. It was basically what I was doing. <laughs> I go into Ultimate Comedy, I was like, hey, I want to be racist and fuck a bunch of girls. <laughs> and they're like, no, we can't do that. But like, I didn't know really. I knew maybe a third of the people there. It was like, uh, and part of like, I think when you go see a comic is you know who they are already even if it's a local guy like when you see sean you don't have to like you don't need like 10 minutes of sean to get okay now i get him you know like if you've never seen sean and he gets on stage and you're like oh okay i get it i get it he's he's okay this is what he's doing but like if you've seen him a million times you can just you can skip all that you know (laughs) right it's like uh what it was the godzilla movie 
remember they made the remade it with Matthew Bird director or whoever like they did Godzilla in the 90s oh that's right and yeah. they had like and they're like trying to like lay all the groundwork for Godzilla like first like two thirds of the movie is like okay there's nuclear stuff. it's like look just we get it we know just start <laughs> no, you know you don't have to do all this anyway that's like with, with so I'd show up to stages where nobody knows who I am and I have to like you know, no one knows who I am anyway. But you know, it's like locally, it's like yeah. you, you, I don't know. It's hard. So for sure, it's especially weird when it's to your go baby. to ultimate comedy now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this thing that like grew up and like I neglected and doesn't. You know, it's like some kid. <laughs> hey, you fucking abandoned me. <laughs> like, like, well, you were terrible. <laughs> a deadbeat host. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, the whole time, the only reason I ever even started doing ultimate comedy was because well, I wanted to have like a show that like you know I'm a control freak and I was like I want to have a thing and I had the idea to like do I was like have a band it'll be fun and like I don't know why everyone doesn't do that but I was like what if there was like just a band you have banter with like on every talk show or something there's a band and then like you know Stephen Colbert will say something to John Baptiste or you know mm-hmm. and it's like that it's like why don't I have something like that there's a little bit of banter and they're a band and uh and also I sucked at hosting and I didn't like it and I thought like out of everything I did that was the weakest thing so I was like well you're supposed to like attack the thing that you're bad at until you like kind of aren't afraid of it anymore and i i I did that and after a while i was like all right whatever i don't care anymore you know this isn't (laughs) fun anymore i'll tell you this before i came on your podcast because i didn't know what was going on yeah i listened to some episodes and let me recommend to anyone going on a podcast listen to the episode listen to the podcast before you go on it are you too good you're too busy You got better. Shit. You're gonna listen to a podcast anyway. Listen to the podcast. You're gonna go on and get the idea for the tone. Yeah. So I listened to first. Listen to Gary Fletcher's podcast. I, yeah. like, I love Gary. He's one of my best friends. Didn't yeah. fucking mention me at all. This motherfucker. Listen to Sean's podcast. Nothing. Yeah. These fucking guys. So it's like if the Ringo guys. was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do a documentary." He's like, "Yeah, I used to play with these guys." Anyway, <laughs> I remember when I went. <laughs> to america on tour <laughs> and uh whoever whatever the bass player was there yeah and it was like fuck these fucking yeah you know. <laughs> the, the two guys that should oh no these guys who should be like oh you want to hear about my past well here's an integral i live with him sean's in the next room not a fucking word <laughs> and gary's like yeah you know i used to hang out with james austin johnson yeah. james austin John- <laughs> fucking christ <laughs> your best friend I built your car for you, you motherfucker. He did mention that. He mentioned that I did woodworking. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, These yeah, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I listened to Michael Hamptons. I listened to most of Michael Hamptons. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, and then I just ran out of time. But then I, then I decided I am too. I get it. But thanks for listening. But I also, did, I listen. But also, the thing about it, why I'm glad to have you on, is mm-hmm. because like it seems like so many <clears> guests <throat> as of recent. Yeah, your name keeps coming up. Oh, really? Keeps coming up. Keeps coming up. Keeps I want a full list of everyone who mentioned. Me. I, I actually, <laughs> I actually thought about taking That's the how time. Petty, I am. I, I was like, then they're my friends. They're my new friends. <laughs> I thought about making like a teaser for this, yeah, and then just edit together every time your name gets. You mentioned. should do that because it'll contrast to me complaining that people didn't mention me enough. Yeah, it'd be like, Brad, 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 Brad. You know, just all these. And then cut to me like, well, I I should have got more attention from these ungrateful people. (laughs) Gary's like living in a car. I'm like, he wouldn't be where he is now if it wasn't for me. (laughs) No, man. I I wanted you on here because even people that may not have known you, Mm -hmm. at least for Mark Anunson, who's listening. I know he's a Oh, Mark listens to this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love Mark. But like. Did Mark mention me? 
Let's say he did. Let's say he did. Uh, I think I'm, he did, actually. You know what? I almost, now I think about it, Mark, you don't want Mark to mention you because it'll hurt your feelings. <laughs> so maybe it's better if he didn't. <laughs> but the way it just hey, kept For the record, up, I love yeah. Sean and I love Gary. Oh I just feel like I love them way more than they love me back. Apparently. That's because cool. you've already mentioned <clears throat> them. Yeah, I mentioned him before, right out of the gate. Yeah. E- even with hurt feelings that I've been carrying around all week. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Go ahead. You did podcast together, by the way, too. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we did a podcast together. Sean, like, begrudgedly, reluctantly agreed to do this podcast. We did it in this house, like, feet from his room. And it was like, it's like this, where it's like, he can't, you know, I was like, we do this podcast. He was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> and we listened to his, I listened to his other podcasts. And he's just so much love and energy brings to uh, him. Yeah. This one, he just sitting yawning on the couch and give a shit. <laughs> he's like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't have the time for this. I gotta go watch eight movies. <laughs> <laughs> for my real podcast. For my real podcast <laughs> with John Burr, who's a real guy. <laughs> Another thing, if you're going to go on a podcast, get in good with the editor, because then they won't cut all your shit out. You know right. who I got that sage wisdom from? Mm. The brilliant Seth Pomeroy. You know, who, he's the one who what? who helped me start this thing. What? I swear to God. <laughs> I swear How's to God. Seth pa- I'll tell you what. I love Seth Pomeroy. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. How, how's he? Have you talked to him anymore? Yeah. We worked together at Village Pub, you know. <clears throat> he works and at Village Pub? Yeah. He's, he's been there for a long time. Oh, boy. And I'll tell you what. He's still working on that Chris Crofton documentary. Till the day he dies. Till the day he dies. Until Chris Crofton dies. I almost said that to him. Or until he himself dies. Yeah, I almost said that. Are you waiting for a posthumous release? I fucking. (laughs) Yeah, it's like. (laughs) You ever seen his dick? His dick is fucking enormous. (laughs) Who just said? I saw his dick. Yes, I saw his dick in a bathroom once. To be fair, he didn't know I was in his bathroom. I was in the laundry basket. Right. Sniffing his drawers, and uh, he comes in just flopping this thirteen-inch easy. And the thing is, is his dickhead is a perfect replica of his head, his regular head, and it's just as accommodating. I'll tell you, have you ever met anyone as accommodating as Seth Pomeroy? Right. He's the nicest guy. If he was getting mugged, he'd be like, "How can I make? How can I make something work out with this guy? What can I do?" That's true. Is he still dating that lady? He had a girlfriend. Yeah. And he just, you know how people get a girlfriend and you don't see him anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens. He's he, still with her? He's living with Holly Perkins. Good. Yeah. Holly Perkins? Holly Perkins. Oh, well, she's wonderful. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, good for them both. Mm-hmm. Um, who's editing you now? Me. You? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, so good talk about you. my 15-inch <clears throat> Johnson. Okay, so <laughs> we call it Carl Jr. And uh, it's it's got, it's also has Seth Palmer's face. <laughs> On the end of it, only facing the other direction. <laughs> Still very accommodating. It's very good. It accommodates. It's generous. That's right. Uh, yeah. What was the question? I don't know. All right. Well, but, we're doing great. It was great to be here. I'll see you. Yeah, I'll see you later. Yeah, see you later. I'm just going to hang out here for yeah, a while. Talk no, to the cat. You, I'm going to go take a two-hour nap real quick. Yeah, you, I get uh, that. you just, you know, have some liquor. Oh, yeah. I oh, that. I have a gift for you. What? Keep rolling. That doesn't Hang make on. any sense. No, hold on. Just uh, one second. Kitty, kitty. So how's everybody doing out there? Uh, okay, close your eyes. Okay. I can't tell if your eyes are closed because you're a fucking hippie with squinty. All right, there you go. You ready? That's for you. They open them. What? That's a collectible item. You I may have one. Do you no, have one? I do not have well, one. Well, you have one now. It's the original gray gray shirt. It's an original gray. Limited edition. They don't make them anymore. No, they don't. 
and uh, there was only four left in circulation. Wow. I, uh, yeah. <coughs> I was like, hey, you know who deserves a Grey Grey shirt? Someone who's in the Grey Grey. It's like Menudo. Like, it just keeps going. Yeah. You know, yeah. after they're all original. Skinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Leonard Skinner of Ultimate Comedy. It's like, it's like Roseanne's show just kill oh, it. Well, we're going to keep going. We're going to kill the we host. Don't need, we don't need Roseanne to do Roseanne, do we? That's perfect. We don't need the no. guy that started Ultimate Comedy. <clears throat> no, actually, fine. I was talking with uh, Sean about trying to just remake these because it, it'll the never, back of it is perfect the the, the tour dates the, what this is a gray grace when um when ultimate comedy started there was a guy named uh, ben who owned the place yeah and uh, ben got famous and rich from doing pizza buds he had a pizza truck and this was already the beginning of trucks uh, food trucks mm-hmm. not trucks he <laughs> <laughs> invented he invented a new kind of car I called it a truck mm. and he was selling pizza and he did pretty good and he was like i want to buy a club which fine and um in the first couple years were pretty rough but we were on the ground floor uh because you know this uh mexican place whatever la hacienda los, los marcos uh, de mayo whatever on the corner here oh just right here yes yeah Cinco de mayo, no. that used to be oh fuck was it it was something it's been a few things margo right it, it, hmm I don't remember. We'll ask Sean Not when he Margo. comes out to you. It was... Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was Willie's something, and that never opened. It, like, got bought by someone, they renovated it, and then they never opened it, and then they saw... Anyway, it... We did only Comedy there okay. at first. And then we didn't like it over there, so we went over to Ben's over at the East Room. And um, Ben... <clears throat> I had had this idea. I was like, hey, let's make some t-shirts. It'll be funny. And... Um, It'll be like it's because it's a tour shirt, but the tour is always the same place. That's the joke. Yeah. It's funny. It's perfect. And... Um, and then we'll sell them. And he was like, I'll I'll pay for the shirts to be made if you let my girlfriend do the graphic design. Oh, like, wow. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Because I think we had some kind of logo made up. We're like, I don't give a shit. You yeah. know, it's like. Free uh, shirt. Right. Free. And um, and they're comfortable. Yeah. The soft Feel style. That's like. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Well, here's another thing. If you're a sparing comic, get comfortable merch. Yeah. Your merch has got to be wearable. Yeah. You know, I got comfortable merch, soft style shirts for the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, perfect. And I've been selling them at work because I'm like, hey, if you like, <laughs> if you like the employee, yeah, you'll love the shirt. You're like, hey, Seth, wrap us around your cock, you monster. You're a fucking animal. You're like, he, he, okay, he's the giggling. T- he giggles all the time. He's just man. always smiling. Yeah, you take don't take him to a funeral unless you fucking hate the guy because he's gonna snicker. <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah, you wear that with pride and, uh, yeah, I will, and sure. I give you my personal blessing. Who's playing guitar now? Sean doesn't do it anymore. Does he? Here's the thing. Sean is, uh, I don't know why he's not Charlie. Shush. Yeah. Well, actually it's cause of work and mm-hmm. he needs, you know, his beauty rest. So I was like, <laughs> I need podcasting in there. <laughs> That's right. He does like eight podcasts. <laughs> Flipping so, up. I wanted to get like a banger cause you know, Sean's. Mm-hmm. It's Sean's band, you know what I mean? And yeah. he's like, no, that's our band. It's like, well, I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. I got his blessing to get Mark to play keyboards. Okay. Because I'm like, you know what? Let's get Mark on. It's going to be fun. I like Mark Hudson a lot. And so he agreed to. And then last week he was out of town. I was like, well, shit. Yeah. And Sean still couldn't do it. So I got this uh, young kid, David Chastain. Uh, again. Don't know. Yeah, he's newer, newer guy. Yeah. And I got Sean. Mm-hmm. Blessing again. I was like, please, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Every week, I'm like, yeah. well, this guy can't make it. But I got David to fill in on guitar, and 
with with Doing COVID, how long did it go? Because I know Sh- Sean took COVID particularly hard. He's sure. like more than anyone I know was locked down, wears two masks and a face shield, and doesn't play at all. Mm-hmm. And I know he wasn't doing any shows or anything for sure. But I don't know. Um, was Eastern still going? How long was it going? I know on one of the podcasts you said something about like you're trying to go with like social distance or something. You were we, talking about you yeah. reopened it. We came back in October mm-hmm. just to see dip our toes in, which was still strange yeah. times. Yeah. And we did it with all these provisions. You know, mm-hmm. we had like, uh, you know, Josh Lewis is hosting now. So like, yeah. We had him on stage, like wiping everything down between oh, comics. Okay. We had like should have been go- oh, temperature the whole checks. time. We should have been doing that. maybe. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Mm. All the spit, <clears throat> dirty yeah. mic, nasty. You know, all these filthy. Yeah, yeah. You know, like throwing lie on the comics when they come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like we did as, as many things that we thought could think of to make yeah. it safe, and uh, the people were still afraid to come out. Yeah. As, yeah. as is well, their right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but like now that we've come back again quote unquote i guess we're I, I, second weekend yeah and it's people are starting to come mm-hmm. back you know what i mean okay yeah but we did it between mm-hmm. like october and uh, the and, Nate, and then we uh, shut Nate down owns east room now he right? does okay I think, yeah. yeah i remember ben selling it to and, nate and he was shooting people in the head with the temperature thing oh was the door. he yeah and doing God, all the what things. a fucking world and yeah but, but like every but every but you go next door and there's no rules you know, yeah and it's like uh I don't get, and that's the problem. Part of the problem with COVID is that just everybody's like, I don't know. I'm making this not an evergreen episode by talking about COVID, but it's like fucking <laughs> people. Just every store is like, eh, we don't care. In the next place, we do care. And I'm like, well, if either we need to all get on the same page or fuck it, you yeah. know. I mean, if we're not going to all fucking, we can't half bake this shit. It's either exactly. everybody's doing the same. Anyway, whatever. That's that's not talking about COVID. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, came back briefly. Yeah, okay. It, the last thing was in December, and then we shut down again until all right two weeks ago. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. Is there uh, anybody who, who's funny? Is there anyone new who's funny? Um, anybody new who's funny? Yeah. That's a, um, imagine my cutoff is about well, when you started, about two years ago or something. Right? I started in 2018. Yeah. Okay. So uh, around then, I, well, I definitely wasn't doing Eastroom anymore, but I was focusing on Jokimon mm-hmm. and other stuff uh, and doing a podcast myself with Sean Parrott and Jerry Fletcher. That's right. And I'll mention them proudly. Yes. Because when you do a project with someone, you just mention who yeah. you do the project. Do you want to tell them what, what it was? It's called Which is Better. There you go. And uh, what was the idea? For the, the idea people? Let them know. was comparing two things and seeing which one is better. You know? Yeah. Like it. your dick and Seth Pomeroy's dick. Your dick clearly is better in many ways. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> just talk about your dick. This whole episode's like your dick. <laughs> Anyhow. All right. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what my point was, but, but here we are now. And, um, uh, and now I just basically do woodworking because <laughs> when COVID hit, I'm sort of like, that's fine. That's fine. I don't want to do shit really anyway. I think I might maybe later try. And I've been thinking, well, I need to make another album or something, you know? Great, and, uh, but I've, I've, I've kind of, I don't know, the love of it went out <laughs> a little bit. And then it, I remember like touring years ago. I was talking with this guy who, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. It's probably better I don't say his name anyway. But he uh, he went up, he would do his set, he would do fine. And then after the show, he would go sit at the bar and just sort of stare at his drink and then go back to his room. And the next night, he would do the exact same fucking bed. And I was like, this thing, he took this thing that he loved and it's turned into like this prison for him. Because mm-hmm. now he's fucking 40-something. That's all he knows how to do. 
he can you know what I mean? It's like he's he's it's sad when you take something that like you really like and then you're in the fucking like I can't not do this and you know yeah now you're trapped. It's like not any good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but you started woodworking during the pandemic. I started. Um, well, I went to. My brother and I tried to open this business making sheds. Like he's delivered like sheds and tiny houses and things. And, um, and I was like, honestly, part of me was like, you know what? I've tried doing stand up. I only got so far and whatever. I'm just, I'm sick of this. I want to like own a home and have, you know, like I want to fucking have, uh, you know, uh, some kind of like something going. Mm -hmm. And, um, anyway, so we, uh, bought some, uh, uh, old uh, lumberyard, and we kind of turned it into this thing. And we just, just never really got it going. Don't just don't go in business with your family. Mm. You know, and I love my brother, but he's my older brother. So no matter what, I'm always gonna be kind of not wrong, but his not as wise as you know. So sure. um, we would have conflicts and stuff like that. And then it just never worked. We couldn't find people. We just kind of went under. And I was like, well, fuck. What do I want to do now? And um, and then I always liked woodworking and I was like, I was, I had some money left and I had some money coming in from like, you know, uh, streaming stuff, you know, a little bit. And I was like, well, it's enough for me to like, kind of go do, it's enough for me to not worry about money so much that I can do something I want to do instead of like just going to do some shit to whatever to make money. So I was like, well, what do I want to do? And I've always liked doing woodworking and, and not necessarily big stuff, like making sheds and all this stuff, which I, which I do like, but I also like doing like smaller things, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, uh, started working at this place and it's basically a co-op and here we are now. And my woodworking business is called uh, cuttlefish and mole. Yeah. And I'm just, uh, just delighted to <laughs> make wood stuff. <laughs> And it's fine. And it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's fine. Well, my grandfather was like a woodworker. He'd like restore furniture. And part okay. of me sort of like, yeah, let's just do this and then die. Let's do this for a bit. Then I'll die. And I'll lay on my deathbed and just make your own casket. From the, from, the, from the edge of the foot of the bed, Seth's boner will pop up and and his little dick face will go, hey, nobody. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'm 97 years old. Can I please watch your Chris Crofton documentary? He's like, ah, it's just re-edited it. Uh, Chris is still doing stuff. He broke his other hip. <laughs> and I'll be like, is he still saying cold brew got me like at Twitter every day? <laughs> and this conversation goes on for a while. And then I die. Mm-hmm. And my body's buried in my coffin that I built myself. And then you're not a casket, a coffin. And then your older brother goes, "It's not that." Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> boy, these corners on this coffin are real shitty, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sean gets up to give a eulogy and doesn't mention me at all. He's like, "I remember when I met uh, Gary, and uh, Gary, would you like to say some words?" Yeah, I remember one time on my. Michael Hampton. <laughs> what do you think, Michael Hampton? <laughs> That's Michael. Who I do like. Yeah. He didn't mention me, but why would he? I'm supposed to build a deck for Michael's sister. And it's oh. all full circle. I'm not gonna. Because I don't want to do decks. I don't want to do outdoor shit. I want to make little Dungeons and Dragons dice vaults and things like that. Yeah. DM screens. Uh -huh. Yeah, anyhow. 
That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Well, man, do you mind taking a little travel back with me, real? Yeah, real fast? Boy, let's let's go. Uh, I, I'm just pretty curious how, uh-huh. when you started doing comedy uh, here in Nashville, like, mm-hmm. what was the scene like? Well, when I started doing comedy, there's a place called Coming Station, which I think is still there. And in Coming Station was a bar called the Bar Car. There it is. And I knew Coming Station because I went to massage school. I'm a licensed massage therapist. Oh. And I went to massage school at the Natural Health Institute in Coming Station. And sometimes I'd walk down and there's a bar. Anyway, I was a... I'd been in bands and I had like done stupid art kind of things, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you're, you're a musician, right? Drummer. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what it's like to be in a band. It's terrible <laughs> because everyone else uh, in the band is a musician and they're just the fucking worst people. Yeah. You're a drummer, but you're like a musician, you know? Right. right and right. and you got to listen to the fucking guitar player. Uh, then the fucking, he's trying to fuck your girlfriend all the time and nobody wants to carry anything. And, you know, and it's like this big pain in the ass. And I was like, well, what was a way to like express myself where I don't have to carry an amp around? Cause I played bass, which is also oh, yeah. sort of like being a musician. Right. Right. And I, I was like, I could do stand up and I could, I don't have to deal with other egos or people or anything. You just right. show up. You don't need to load anything in your car. It's perfect. You go do it. It's just you. And, uh, fuck it, I'll try it. And then I did. And I was like, I did okay. And, uh, which was surprising. And then, like, it's weird how, like, I think this is a common story where you go up, you do sort of okay. I think if you really fucking bomb your first time or your first couple times, you just give up. But if you do somehow do okay, and I say okay, which means I got a laugh at some point. That, yeah, and I recorded it. And I remember, like, getting in my car after and going home and, like, listening back to the set. And I remember hearing the laugh. And getting like goosebumps, like, oh, wow, that was neat. Mm-hmm. And I like this. And um, and then I loved it. And it was like, I was like really depressed and stuff. And I think that like I made a lot of friends, like almost all my friends now are friends I made doing stand up because everybody's like like minded where everybody's, uh, you know, a little bit damaged, but gets it, you know, and like you can be, um, you can be kind of yourself in the sense of you, you can like make a dirty, dirty joke and people will get that like, okay, he doesn't really want to rape that dog. He's just joking, you know, <laughs> but then you go into regular life and you have to tone all that down and you're like, well, I would never rape that dog. You know, you have yeah. to be like real certain about it. Sure. And I don't know. It's like, uh, you, I don't know. You just sort of get into it. And I did, I got really into it and I tried to like, you know, succeed, but I don't have that. Whatever. There's what was like, success though? What is well, that? I think I think just making enough money to live on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just making just enough money yeah, right. to have food and a place to live, you yeah. know. And um, I never quite got there. Well, you know, and it's like it's uh, it's it's weird because there are people like like we did come up with Nate Bargatze, and now it's like he's got a Netflix special, and his face is painted on zanies, and just, and huh. good for him. And it's like. Him I like. There's some people, though, that, like, succeed. I'm like, you piece of shit. You motherfucker. <laughs> and I'll tell you off air who they are. Yeah, but yeah, But it's yeah. really, basically everyone else besides Nate. <laughs> <laughs> who does anything, anything good. Yeah. And it's like, um, you know, I don't know. I just sort of was like, fuck, I guess if it was going to happen, it happened. And I don't think I have it in me. And I think this is true for a lot of artistic people. And I consider this art, you know? For sure. But... 
I think you have a part of your brain that's good at like the hustle and the getting in the stuff and getting the Netflix specials and getting sh- and and then there's a part of your brain that's funny, you know. And and there's a lot of people who you go to him like, God, this is the funniest fucking guy, but he's never gonna make it just because he's so fucking socially awkward. Yep. He's like too intimidated and nervous to like go up to a club owner and say, Hey, you need to give me a set and give me, you know, because mm-hmm. I, you know, I've seen it a million fucking times. You know, it's like people who are like. Or don't give a shit. Like people who, like Mark. Mark's really fucking funny. He doesn't give a shit about it. He, he wants to, he's like an investment banker or some shit. He just wants to swim in his fucking Scrooge McDuck vault while he's yeah. in my hand. He does this is for fun. Which is maybe probably why he still is good and funny. Because yeah. he still enjoys it and shit. I was talking to Chance Willie about that. And he's like, I think Mark gets it. Like He's living, that's Mark's the not, best life. Yeah, he's not, he's never going to feel let down. Yeah, because he has no expectations about it, which I guess is like how you should live a whole all your life. But whatever. Yeah, Mark's doing great, but he's doing great oh, doing his own thing. Yeah, and, for and, sure. and, uh, and that's happiness to him. Yeah, I don't begrudge him that. Everyone else, I begrudge. That's fine. Um, even Nate. Yeah, now I think about it. <laughs> Nate doesn't need two Netflix specials. Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's a little. Yeah, it's a, it's a little must. <laughs> too <Yeah>. much. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Yeah, yeah. Now he's podcasting. It's like, he's come on, give us something. Now, um, with uh, two other guys who I came up, well, I didn't come up with Brian Bates. Brian Bates came a little bit after me. Mm. And Aaron Weber, I think, started it. I mean, I was there when he started. Cool. And um, he's a good guy. Um, I've had them both on. on oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like Aaron way more than Brian. <laughs> Brian's a sneaky guy. <laughs> Brian Bates will like... He's the kind of guy who you'll, you'll get on your phone in the morning and you'll see that Brian made a comment on a post you made 12 years ago at three in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck is his life? What is he doing? What a weird guy. Brian Bates, he used to work at News Channel 5. Okay. And they contacted me because I don't know if you know when I got all fucked up from the COVID vaccine. I'm not saying don't get your COVID vaccine. Right. But I had allergic reaction to it. My yeah, face fell up. I recall. Shit. Yeah. And uh, Channel 5 was going to do a story. But anyway, he was like, he's like somehow in cahoots with Channel 5. And then they called me and then I was going to do the interview and then like Vanderbilt kind of shut them down like, you know, you're not going to do a shit. And so I was like, oh, I guess I guess I'll go fuck myself instead. <laughs> anyway, the last time I talked to Brian Bates. He looks out. Brian Bates helped me hook up a thing for XM Radio. Really? And I made uh, thousands of dollars off of it. Never even bought him lunch. Never did you. anything. Good for you. But I appreciate him. <laughs> I thought about buying him lunch. I well, was that's, like, that's all. That well, that's matters. the thing. I was like, do I have to have the lunch with you? Uh-huh. I can just buy you a lunch. Right? I don't true. have to be there and yeah. hang out. And, you can and, have lunch. Yeah. <laughs> do we have to sit at the same table? Or is it rude? <laughs> Who else can I talk shit about? Chad Ryan? Oh, yeah. wait. You were asking me no, about he how things started. This, this matters. Okay. okay. So, Bar Car. Right. Sorry. Uh, this is going to be a two-part episode. <laughs> hey, that's fine. We can do that. Bar Car. Um, there was guys when I started who, and this is going to sound mean, uh, I would go see him at Bar Car. And I remember going to Zanies and seeing comics. And um, Craig Smith, who's no longer with us. Yeah. It was him and B.W., and Keith Alberstadt, Chad Ryden, and Jesse Perry. And they were like the big guys. The guys who, I'm like, whoa, these guys. Uh, and I remember like going to like Zanies and seeing, um, 
I don't know, one of the guys opened for somebody, and I remember thinking, they're not very good. And that kind of gave me the confidence, like, oh, you don't have to be good at this. You can just, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you can, you can suck a little bit, and 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 it won't destroy you, mm-hmm. you know. And all the instincts you have when you get on, you get all nervous and stuff. You're just like, why? Who gives a fuck? I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta care because you care about what you're doing, but like, why are you nervous about it? You know, it's a stupid right. chemical reaction. Oh, for sure. And so I kind of got like, uh, I remember Craig Smith was like, if you do this four times, you'll you'll be addicted to it. And I did, and then I wasn't, and I was into it. And there was a lot of guys around there, and then we all came up, and I remember Sean coming out there, Sean Parrott, that's like the 10th time I've mentioned him. I know, right? In my story of my life, I guess, he'd be in my biopic. But uh, his biopic would just be just him. It'd be, you ever see the movie Locke, where it's just him in the car talking? No. It'd be Sean. It'd be like him just talking. Anyway, (laughs) Locke's a good movie. I describe it like it's a guy in in a car. It's Tom Hardy. Okay. Tom Hardy? Who was uh, Bane? Yep, I saw Tom Hardy in a car talking about concrete and cheating on his wife. It's a great fucking movie. You gotta okay. watch it anyway. Sorry, I know talking about movies is Sean's thing. Uh, that's true. Sean Perry, guys, so check out a uh, what is this food court? <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Okay, yeah. So there's people, and then anyway, what happened? Spanky's moved to. A different location. Uh, fuck, what was the other place called? Was it still called Spanky's? No, Barcar became Spanky's. That's what it was. And then there was a whole new crop after that who came. And that's around the time I think Brian Bates and uh, there was Brian Bates, Brian Kiley, who's no longer with us, and Brian Swinford. And they were the Bryans. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what else? That's where Gary Fletcher showed up, I think. It okay. uh, was around Spanky's time. Um. He and his uh, girlfriend were kind of one of those couples we saw all, all time all together. And uh, everybody wanted to bone her and him. And um, what else happened around Spanky's time? Chris Lloyd was around. Yeah, these people, I don't know if you know who they're. But, the, but, but there was sort of like this time when there was Zanies who was never really good to local people. You know, like, I think if, like, you're already doing all right or something like that. They're really good to people who like were traveling and would come in from out of town, but they weren't like, uh, if you go to Chicago, you go to anywhere, honestly, any other city, like the local club, even Memphis had a place called a comedy Tennessee. And it was mm-hmm. like the local comics down there would like work at the place, kind of work the door stuff. And they'd give them sets in between and like get to go on, like with real touring comics and get like, you know, stage time and stuff like that. But Zanus is never like, it was like you had to jump through so many hoops and it was really like a, a tough nut to crack. So more and more people just started doing their own shows and then it sort of like grew into its own kind of thing. Man, is there anything worse than talking about comedy? This is awful. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you're just talking about, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then I started making wood. They, and that's yeah, the story. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah, for sure, man. No, but uh, yeah, I think the... I'm time hopping a little bit, but uh, after a while, there were a few different open mics, and all of them sucked in their own way, and I was like, I'll make the greatest open mic of all time, and I thought we had a pretty good run, and I mean, it's just, I'm sure it's still going great, but like, um, there was a, a place sort of like, you could just go, I don't know, the, prob- the thing is with Nashville is there's so many stages. So if you want to do an open mic or you want to do a show, there's lots of places to do it. There's a little bit of tweaking you have to do about like lighting and stuff like that. 
Like people don't get that. You go to a bar, you're like, hey, I want to do up mic here. And they don't know to turn off the TVs and they don't know to like turn yeah. down the lights and the little things that make a show better. But, you know, if you can get all that worked out, really, you don't need a real club. You know, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And um, then Third Coast opened just years and years and years later. Um, and they do improv, but that's, you know, fine you know, for them. <laughs> and uh, they let, you know, they'd let a lot of stuff happen, like uh, stand up and stuff. And yeah, I'm sorry. It's just people talking about. <laughs> I get it, man. No, no, I get it. You know, I'm sitting here just staging. There's like a bubble over my head, and it's got Seth's dick in it. And that's all this. This that's is all, all really matters. You know, I know that I'm supposed to be con- talking about your dick more, but hey, you know, it's the first one you always remember. That's <laughs> the best one. <laughs> well, are, what, 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 you tell you what. You ask me a question about something, and I'll see if I can think of a okay uh, answer. Really, I was just uh, also curious, mm-hmm. and uh, because how Jokemon came about because it's such a fun show that's not a traditional oh, stand-up show. Well, Jokemon was, I, um, yeah, I kind of wanted to do like a game show kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do it at East Room. And then after I had like, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a game show where it's sort of like Iron Chef kind of where you get comics and it's like, uh, you know, you do the idea of Jokemon for those of you who don't know. Is like uh, there's these two players and they battle each other with instead of like Pokemon monsters, they use comics to fight each other. And uh, <laughs> they get I mean, I made cards, mm-hmm. you know, and you uh, draw like a because I was like, all right, I'm going to use my Michael Hampton card against your Josh Lewis card. And then we'll see who's funnier. And they both do a set and you see who's funnier. And then there's also cards that like disrupt them or change things. And there's like, you know, like uh, there'll be a delay effect on the microphone That's or right. the lights will cut out or something to, to kind of throw them off and they have to overcome that because part of like the best part to me about comedy shows local shows is when something goes bad when there's like a fucking heckler right. or the mic fucking blows yeah. or something you know that then you see someone either sink or swim and sometimes it's the funniest shit because yeah. you know it's genuine yeah and, um, and that's always a trigger to the audience yeah it's and it's tough. always fucking hysterical just to watch somebody fucking blow it you know <laughs> but there's also cards that like you know, help people where they get extra time on the clock or they get fucking, uh, you know, a standing ovation automatically or something good happens to, you know? So anyway, um, I was thinking of like, I want to do this show. And around the same time, my nemesis, Ben Sawyer, he started doing a show and then what he did, he took my band, the Gregory's, which I invented. We, we all fucking, that's been established. That's yeah. canon. Yeah. And he started using them. He's basically doing ultimate comedy. I'm like, what the fuck? And uh-huh. I also can't do it. He's like, you invented game shows. We've since made up, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so they didn't want to do it. And I was like, I went to Third Coast. I was like, hey, I have this idea for a show. And they sort of helped me like kind of build the show around it. And actually, Aaron Weber was in- instrumental in doing Jokemon because before I did it, I kind of had it was a, ha- a little half baked. OK. And I was like pitching the idea to like, I, I invited like a bunch of my comedy friends like Chad Ryan and then, you know, to East Room was like, hey, this is just, this is the idea I have. We're going to try and do. And, and Aaron had, um, I don't remember precisely what it was, but it was something like, you know, he in some, he in some way was like, well, what if, what if you didn't do all three attack cards on the first try? And anyway, he kind of helped me figure out the way I wanted to lay it out. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 you know, everybody sort of like threw in their two cents. And everybody was really enthusiastic about it. And that was the thing. That was actually part of why I quit. Because I was trying to shop that around to TV shows and shit. Yeah. And I, uh, 
because with my dear friend Seth Pomeroy <laughs> has a friend named Travis, and I did a TV show with him uh-huh. called Still the King with Billy Ray Cyrus. Do you remember that show? I don't. No one does. And um, <laughs> even least uh, memorable is my part, and I was like a played an electrician or something. Anyway, okay. I call him up and I'm like, hey, uh, let's, let's do this. It's a game show. There's all these streaming. Nobody has game shows. They do now. But like at the time, I was like, this is fucking perfect. It's like, and this was before, what was that fucking, uh, on Comedy Central, they had a fucking game where you'd say points or whatever. Chris, uh, fuck, what was that show called? Anyway, they had sort of a game show, but it was for that. And and the idea was like, this is like, uh, we can make it a TV show. And I tried shopping around and I never, never really got it off the ground after like trying and trying and getting like producers to come watch the show and stuff and people mm-hmm. flaking. And I was like. I just felt so defeated, mm. you know, and it's sort of like, it takes me so much to like muster up the fucking gusto to try. <laughs> and then when I try and it doesn't fail, I hit any kind of speed bump. I'm like, oh, fuck it. And I throw my arms up and I just give up on shit. <laughs> and, and it was like just years of doing that. And that's sort of like made me go, oh, fuck this. Who else do I love and admire? Um, that's it. Nobody. That's it. Yeah, that's I can't fine. Think anybody. Now, well, the funny thing is there's someone out there who is a Brad. Who is going? Why isn't he? Why isn't he mentioning oh, me? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm gonna find him. Yeah. Then I'll hear about it. Maybe you'll host. Maybe you'll have them as a guest, and they'll go. Brad didn't mention me. That's true. And there's a lot of them that I didn't. But you got to pay that forward, though. Right. You know, you need that fire in your belly of disappointment. Yeah. You know, if we all got loved when we were kids, we wouldn't go out seeking it from fucking strangers. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. There'd be no stand-up comedy. <laughs> So don't love your kids, guys, and they'll be, maybe they'll be funny. Probably not, but yeah, you got to take that chance. You're doing the Lord's work for the scene. Man. Yeah. What else? What else do you want to talk about? Are we done? We're almost done. Man. All right. Like, now, I'm not honest. trying to keep you. I know you got your rehearsal. What's oh, your yeah, what band? Let's talk about you for a minute. What's your band name? Oh, uh, well, this project is, is not really like a band band. It's just more like, uh, we, we got it under the monitor or moniker of uh, the Big Taco Combo because mm-hmm. my bass player's nickname is Big Taco. Oh, okay. So we're like... A band named after the bass player. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. Well, he's the only one that like gets everybody together, rallies the troops. Does he know? own the van? He he drives. Well, there you go. Yeah, and <laughs> so he's books, the band leader. Yeah, and he he, Pete Best. he does a lot of the uh yeah he does yeah. a lot of the, the legwork, you know. So uh, like, right. that's fine. You got to have one of them. Yeah. And what do you play? Drums. All oh, right. Yeah. But like, uh, all right. So so I thought you played other things. I know you played washboard and you had a character. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I mean, this is the thing. Also, speaking of Gary Fletcher, and he didn't mention this, Gary didn't play drums. Gary's not a drummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just said, it'll be funny if you play drums. Sean plays guitar, obviously, and yeah. he can do that. But it's like, hey, just play drums. You play drums like the White Stripes chick, who no, no one right. respects. You're just like, boom, boom, bah, boom, boom, bah. Yeah. It's and it's like, it's like part of the thing was, it was like, it was, it wasn't like, Gary's such a great drummer. We yeah. didn't have the things like Gary didn't play drums at all. And like, half the time someone would fill in on drums, they didn't play drums. They would just be like, whoever, everyone thinks they can play drums. But, um. Uh, the guitar, you, you, well, I guess whenever you're not there, you're not there. But like finding a replacement for Sean was always really hard. It is, yeah. But finding a drummer, you could just sort of just show up and be like, who wants to play drums? Yeah. As everyone can sort of play drums, at least for like the 10 seconds it takes for someone to walk on and off the stage. Yeah, it's the sure. banter. Anyway, that's exactly. an important point. Part, part of the story to the Grey Grays is the drummer didn't know how to play drums. Yeah, that's good. That's a good nugget of, of info to have you know? out there, you know? 
I love Gary. I'm just real disappointed they didn't they didn't tell anyone how much he cared about me. Nice. We have a very special relationship. And I feel like maybe he's just keeping it secret or something. Maybe. All right. What, what, what were you that. saying? Oh. Oh, uh, you know, really, uh, just to wrap it up, you mm-hmm. mentioned this yourself. Like, I mentioned a lot. I know. But, like, this, this is the next. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, one thing I held on to, like, you got you got two records out there already, but you mentioned maybe coming back for a third. Is there going to be a Brad Edwards? I mean, third? you know, I feel like here's the thing I have a friend named Holly Carden and she is a mm-hmm. artist yeah. she's a beautiful woman she is smart intelligent she's strong she's she doesn't act like you know a petty girl or anything she's great um and she has done she does work constantly but she makes these puzzles like she draws the art and she ships these puzzles so she has done this work that now for the rest of her life will generate her money. Mm-hmm. She's a millionaire. She makes millions of dollars. If anyone out there needs money, call Holly. <laughs> she's also a sucker. She works at a food bank. <laughs> so she's a, she's sappy and dumb, you uh-huh. know, and she'll like loan money to anybody. Don't uh-huh. don't actually call her. She won't give you any money. But <laughs> my point is her art generates her income and gives her the freedom to do whatever the fuck she wants. So I wanted to like if you could just get like a TV show or like a couple good albums that people listen to and, and you know, like musician all around here, there's like, oh yeah, he was in the whatever the fuck band. And you're like, how the fuck he, you know, that's all he did. Yeah. So if you could just get a few comedy albums out and have him generate, I don't even, just even like a couple thousand dollars a month, you could just live on that mm-hmm. and that's it. That's like, you know, that's, that's, that's not that fucking unattainable. Right. So, um, and like I said, I make a little bit, but if I could just get that bump, so I'm like, well, maybe if I just make more albums, cause that's the only thing I ever did that really made me money. Touring never really made me money. Mm-hmm. Touring sucks your soul out. Unless you go on tour with a friend or something. It's honestly, if you have an opportunity to go on tour by yourself for like whatever, like $700 for the weekend or with a friend for like 300, do the 300 because it's fucking it will wear you out and it'll chip away at your enthusiasm. But if you're, cause if you're by yourself in a club in some town where you don't know, there's little things like when you fucking, you have a friend with you, you can kind of cut your eyes at him whenever something stupid happens or whatever. But when you're by yourself, you're like, I'm on my, on my own. This is sad and lonely and stuff. I can't get any, any, but I can't do anything. I don't know anybody, you know, but mm-hmm. anyway, that didn't make a lot of money. Uh, Joking Mind never really made a lot of money. Eastrum didn't make any fucking money. Right. Ultimate Comedy never made any money. But making albums made me money. And it was like, and, and not, not, it's not that it's all about the money, but it's some, it'd be nice to make some fucking right. money. And uh, so anyway, I was thinking, um, just because I want money. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, honestly though, I think if you make an album, something, when you're dead and gone, it, it will endure after you. And maybe, you know, It'll even be more appreciated after you're gone or something like that. But, like, you can go to an open mic and fucking kill it. Okay. 30 people, maybe, maximum, saw you do this killer set and you killed it. And in a week, it's out of their mind. Everyone's forgot. And it amounts to nothing. But if you can record these things, and even if you have to, like, kind of cherry pick over, you know, lots and lots of shows, if you can compile, like, a fun, fucking good album and people listen to it, do it. And, and, and honestly, 
how much fucking life is left in stand-up comedy? Who the fuck? What, what a dumb fucking thing. <laughs> it's like, people are going to get in their car, drive somewhere, and listen to you stand in front of them with a microphone and talk about shit. Mm. It's like, with all the entertainment options we have nowadays, mm. we're fucking driving fucking go-karts on Mars, and everybody's in their hand has a goddamn computer where they can watch a movie, they can watch the Avengers and shit. And it's like, and you're like on stage, like, well, isn't it weird when you go get a coffee and blah, blah, blah. It gives a fuck. I mean, this <laughs> clock is ticking. So you need to like do it in a way that people can just put on their headphones and listen to you do your set. Nobody wants to come see your shit. <laughs> There's no future in it. It's doomed. It's dumb. It's dumb fucking thing to do. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I, I don't want to say I'm going to do it because that's the curse of it. But right. I, uh, yeah, I got two, uh, man, another thing is once you make your album you listen to it you're like god that's shitty I hate that <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that but uh, it's good for you because um, how long you've been doing this two years yeah I started in late 2019 okay, how many of your bits do you do that you're fucking sick of right and they may have been really funny but if you can't do them with any enthusiasm they're not going to be any good Yeah. 100%. so you need to like hit that sweet spot where you've done a bit enough to where you've crafted it in just the right way. You got every little inclination and everything just right. And then when you have it just how you like it, but you're not sick of doing it, that's when you need to record it or save it to be recorded. And And then you have to do it again. Yeah. And And then when you come back to it, it's like, Oh, this is right. And then if you're ever on a show and you're eating shit and you're doing a bad job, you can go pull it out of the fucking vault and do it because you know, it's going to hit, you know, it's going to, again, it's going to kill. And then, um, yeah, sorry, I'm talking about comedy again, which I know is the point of this. I didn't think this was the point of it. I thought we were talking about woodworking, so I have tons of woodworking. That's true. I did. I have tons of woodworking uh, stories for I you. I did tell you it was going to be just a woodworking. Yeah. I, well, I, I I made that assumption because when I listened to like, your pilot episode, it was like, and I thought that's actually you know, I mean, I'm sure you ran out of the original idea. I thought was comics talking about the other things that they do. Yes. And then. Um, I think you quickly realized that comics don't have really any talent. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to run out really fast. Yeah. It's like, okay, I talked to the three guys who play guitar and they're guitar comics. <laughs> the guitar comics. <laughs> Maybe I can find a fucking ventriloquist yeah. and then that's it. It's like, what, what can you like, look, if I could do anything, I wouldn't be doing stand up. Can you dance? No. <laughs> you can dance like Gary, like a TikTok dance or something. I can't dance. Yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, let's do woodworking. <laughs> I know it sounds boring, but fucking, uh, who, who is it? Who's the, Nick Offerman, you know, mm-hmm. he does woodworking and everybody wants to suck his dick. Anyway. All right, buddy. All right, man. I appreciate you hanging out. I appreciate you. Let the people know where to find you online, either Brad Edwards or your woodworking. Both. Um, Brad Edwards you know, my real name is Brad Edward Prendergast. Yes. <laughs> if you look up Brad Edwards on Spotify, there's me and there's a guy who plays trombone. There is. I'm not the trombone one. If I was, true. I'd be on here talking about trombone. Oh, yeah. It's 100% true. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Don't listen to that. I mean, he's fine. But uh, listen to my albums. Before you go to bed, just put them on repeat and let them play. Yeah. And then I'll get 16 cents. Look at that. And I'll get it in a fucking minute. Yeah. That's perfect. So it's perfect. Yeah. Um, what do you got going on? <laughs> like, Are you going to make an album? Am I going to make an album? Yeah. You ready? I'm not ready. I need to. I did, I, you know my conspiracy theory about you, right? No. All right. Well, many years ago, I feel like Mitch Hedberg faked his death, had 
<laughs> some plastic surgery. <laughs> and then after a while, I was like, oh, yeah, man, I miss it. I want to dip my toe back into my, one of my nine toes. Let me see your feet. How many toes have you got? He won't do it, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. He it. won't show me his feet. Right. <laughs> if you got nine toes, I'm going to know I'm right. <laughs> you should make an album. Go make an album. Okay. What's this tattoo? Is that the Brooklyn Bridge? Memphis. Memphis That's Bridge. Memphis Bridge? Yeah, I need to go back and put a crack on it now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, from Memphis? From Arkansas. So, like, this is the, you know, the I-40 bridge that so connects Tennessee. Oh, okay. Tennessee All right. Memphis, what is so. this, a shrimp? Yeah, it's a crawl mama. So, it's a, oh, got a tutu. Okay. Because we got a crawl daddy over here and they do stuff. Oh, I got it. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. I'm pretty Well, I, I'll you. tell you, if I, yeah. if I feel like I'm... Ready to? Um, I'd love to have that conversation. With Start you. working on it. I'll help. I'll walk you through it. Okay. I've done it for people. I've done it for f- f- fucking the ingrate Sean Parrott in the other fucking room. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't even come out. I got a fucking. I went to his Tang Tang Ring Ding show. Mm-hmm. I was there. You yeah. can hear me laughing. Yeah. Um, I have a guy who recorded me, and I have. He's a good friend of mine. He, uh, he was. <laughs> I was in a band, and his brother was a drummer. And I loved him. And he passed away. And after that, we uh, got closer and started recording albums and stuff. And he started recording. I think he recorded De Herm. Mm. I think he recorded Mark's uh, Go Britney album and others. So I've got a whole system set up. Okay. And I try to encourage people to do what I'm talking about. Just start compiling the bits you like that get good reactions. Put them together in some kind of, you know, where they fit together. And you can fucking, we'll do it. Just do it. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. It's easy peasy. That's, that's true. That's not even me talking shit. When you turn off the mic, I'm not going to be like, I'm not actually going to do that. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my... <laughs> I'll show you my toes after, <laughs> yeah. after this. I'll tell thing. you what, you better fucking mention me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me, if you show me how many toes you got, I'll tell you how much uh, money I'll invest in your album. <laughs> I'll do that off camera. All right. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, thanks right. for having me on your show. Thanks for coming all the way out to my house so I didn't have to drive. Yeah, dude. And um, who's calling? All right. Well, that's somebody else. Okay. All right. See you, dude. See you, buddy. And there it was, guys. Another episode in the bag man thanks brad for hanging out man and thank you for hanging out with the badum ching with carl now on apple podcast google podcast iHeartRadio, pandora radio other things most certainly click that subscribe click that like give us that review tell your friends tell your foes tell the whole world man spread the word appreciate it badum ching merch is also available I got t-shirts, I got stickers. All you got to do is send me an email, cr3comedy at gmail.com. Shoot me a Venmo, cr3comedy. I'll hook you up. Sky's the limit, dude. We got nothing but bangers in the future. It's all on the up and up, man. So until next time, my routers, see you later.